0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Planned, Prepped, and Productive podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Spackman, registered dietitian and mom of three, and believer in peaceful, easy, but also homemade family meals. On this podcast, I'm helping moms master mealtime and become the boss of their kitchen. As you do this, you'll find more peaceful meals through prep and planning. We will do this by focusing on four pillars for making mealtime manageable, doable, and if you give it a chance, maybe even fun. The four pillars are mindset and self-care, planning and organization, meal planning, and meal prep. This is episode number 91, two secrets to creating habits that stick using a planner. Hi friends, welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited to dive into today's episode, which is kind of an extension from last week. But as I was recording last week, I realized that this portion was different enough and extensive enough that I thought it could use its very own episode. Uh, And it's all about continuing to create those habits that stick using the technique of planning and a planner or journal. So let's talk about goals again for a minute. You've no doubt heard about SMART goals. I think I talked about it in the last episode. A smart goal is a goal that is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time bound. And I've talked about this in the past, so I don't wanna dive like super deep into this, but I'm not a huge fan of smart goals or at least not using them for every single time you're setting a goal. Um, And I don't know about you, but in my experience, this was really the only way of setting goals that I learned about like in school we didn't really dive into any other strategies or techniques. So, whenever so whenever I came to a point where I wanted to make a goal or I had something that I wanted to accomplish, a SMART goal was just always where I went. But I want to just share a little experience about that not working for me. But before I do that, let's just go into what exactly each of these words and the SMART acronym means. So we have specific, which means your goal is clear and not vague measurable, which means the goal can be measured in some way attainable, which means that it's in your power to achieve it or attain it. It's not hugely outside your reach. Uh, Realistic is similar, but you know yourself, you know, whether or not this goal is realistic for you. And time bound simply means that you're able to give this goal a deadline. So obviously these things all sound really great. And these are still things that I consider when I'm setting goals, um, so that they are something that can be accomplished about, so they are something that can be accomplished. But like I said, in my experience, smart goals were the only goal setting system that I had learned. And I found situations where they weren't working well for me. And so I kind of wanted to explore other ways of setting goals and accomplishing them, which is what I want to share with you today, because they've been much more successful in my experience. So anyway, there was a time a couple of years back when I had decided that I wanted to lose weight. This was after the birth of one of my children. This was before uh, weight loss goal became something that was outside of my personal belief system. So forgive me for the analogy here, but... I decided that I wanted to lose weight, so I set my amount of weight that I wanted to lose. That goal. Um, I'm a dietitian, so I know that a weight loss of one to two pounds a week is realistic and healthy for most individuals. So I decided to set that as my amount to try to lose per week. Uh, again, as a dietitian, I am familiar with calculating calories, with calculating. Um, metabolic rates, those kinds of things. So I figured out based on my age, my size, my activity level, how many calories I would need to eat per day in order to lose my intended amount of weight per week to reach my goal, my time bound goal. Um, I even gave myself a little extra cushion because I wanted to make it extra realistic and extra attainable, just like the acronym says. Um, And I was on my way. So imagine how surprising, a.k.a. freaking frustrating it is when weight loss doesn't follow the books. And I am positive I'm not the only person that's experienced this. Um, I was tracking everything I ate. I was being pretty honest with myself, I thought, and I and the weight loss was completely non-existent, despite me eating the recommended calories recommended by my own calculations for a full month. Uh, my weight loss my, or my weight stayed the same. So I kept at it for a little while, but every week that I didn't lose any weight, my original goal became less and less realistic, which was one of those key pillars in a SMART goal, right? Eventually I was forced to accept that it would be impossible or at least incredibly unhealthy to reach my goals. So I gave up. Now I now I wouldn't be so quick to give up necessarily Although, like I said, I don't actually believe in pursuing weight loss as a goal. But if I were, I wouldn't give up so quickly. Um, I just find that smart goals are missing a few things. So sometimes we want to make a goal or create a habit and it's not specific. Like, what if my habit that I want to create is to yell at my kids less or to be a kinder human in general? Should I just not try because that's not specific or measurable? Uh, or what if I want to create a habit that lasts forever, like exercise daily? If I'm doing that with a SMART goal, when do I get to, you know, say that I've accomplished that? What's my time-bound barrier? And after that time is over, do I just go back to not exercising because I reached the goal? Does that make sense? So these are all the struggles that I was having with SMART goals. And I really, I think that creating goals that are less specific can be really, really Useful and really help you grow as a human. And it's totally possible to create goals like that and to have them stick. You just can't follow this exact same formula that may work for other things. So don't get me wrong, I'm not discounting this formula because I think it can work well for certain things, but I just wish that I had learned other avenues to explore when I was trying to grow personally. And so hopefully that's what this episode can give you is another avenue to explore for personal growth. So aside from not being able to set more abstract goals, another issue I have with the smart system is that it's missing a really, really important step in goal success, in my opinion, and that's evaluation and reflection. So, In my opinion, for a goal to be truly accomplishable, that's not a word, but I just made it up, (laughs) Um, you should always be able to shift it and change it based on how things are going with the goal and with your life because life is unpredictable, right? We don't want to let life sweep us by, but we also don't want to be so rigid in our goals. We also don't want to be so rigid in our goals that when it's not working, we get really frustrated and just give up, right? So there has to be a little bit of give and take in both directions. My system to approach goals now is more like approaching a math problem or an escape room or something like a big puzzle or problem to be solved. I expect when I make a goal that there will be roadblocks. And while I do think it's important to give yourself deadlines of some kind, I also welcome the idea that it might take longer than I expect. And that's okay. Um mistakes or falling off the bandwagon are opportunities to shift the goal into something different and the chance to make real lasting change. And that doesn't mean that the goal was a failure if you're shifting it, right? You're just keeping that goal more in line with your life and who you really are. So that's actually a really powerful tool that you can have, the ability to shift um, and a gift really not something that should be shamed or looked down upon by you or by anybody else um, because you've shifted or changed on the way to your destination, right? All right, so now that you get my little spiel about what goal setting usually is, I want to share with you my two-step approach for goal setting using my planner. Once again, that has made a huge difference. The two-step approach is to follow the rule of three And then complete the three R's. And since you have no idea what I'm talking about, or what these are, because um, I made them up, let's (laughs) dig into what they are and tell you how you can use them. So the rule of three, which is the first secret to successful habit change, goes like this. I only want you to be working on three things at a time. So let me break down for you exactly what that looks like. So starting your year in your planner, I want you to choose 3 categories of goals. They can be physical health, emotional health, financial health, family life, social life, career goals, intellectual goals, mindfulness goals, spiritual goals, etc. but only choose 3. And I want you to choose 3 different categories. I don't want you to make three goals in one category. It can be difficult and overwhelming if you have too many goals in one category. For example, if I'm working on my physical health, it would be somewhat challenging to work on exercising daily, drinking enough water and eating five servings of fruits and vegetables all at the same time. It would be much easier to choose one goal in that category and then add these other goals once I've established the previous goals as habits. So the three categories you're choosing are going to serve as your categories for goals that you make throughout the year. And you could change your categories if you find that they didn't serve you well the next year, that would be fine. Uh, But this is just giving you some sort of direction for where your goals will go. So make sure those three categories you choose are things that you really value and the direction that you want your life to be going and the trajectory that you want to take. So because this is the rule of threes, you'll choose three goals after you've chosen your three Categories that you will work on for the next three months, keeping this easy, right? So you're going to reevaluate your goals and potentially change them every three months. But for now, you're going to choose three goals, one in each of the categories that you selected. If you have a more measurable goal or a deadline, which you might, and that's okay, uh, you can make a concrete goal that you will work to finish in three months. But if you have more of a habit based goal, You will work on and reflect on that for at least three months, and you ultimately will be responsible for deciding if you need more time to work on that habit after those three months are over, or if you're ready to move on to something new, or if you maybe just want to move a little bit deeper into the same topic. For example, if you've been working on exercising daily and you feel like that's starting to become a habit, you might want to go a little bit deeper and make the goal to run at a certain speed or to lift a certain weight or to train for an event, that kind of a thing. So in the same vein, you're just kind of moving deeper into that same exercising daily habit, right? So we've got our three categories. They are in line with our values. We have three goals. Now, how are we going to accomplish those three goals or at least make progress? I don't want to say accomplish because in all honesty, we might never completely accomplish these goals and that's okay. We want to talk about progress, not um, accomplishments. This is all about the journey, right? So to accomplish the three goals, you're going to break it down. So to accomplish your three goals, you're going to break them down into smaller pieces starting on the monthly level. You would, so you would do this like on a calendar page in a planner, the monthly view. So you'll want to write down each of your three goals and what you will do in that first month in each category to reach your goals. Some goals can't really be broken down. For example, if your goal is to exercise every day, that can't really be broken down. I mean, I suppose you could start by exercising one day a week, moving to two, moving to three, and that would be fine. But there's also no harm in just jumping straight into I'm going to exercise every day and then evaluating how that's going within a month. So if your goal can't be broken down, that's okay. Just the goal can be I'm going to start and you can refine that. In the months to come. But I find breaking up goals especially effective for really big goals with multiple steps, things like launching a business or creating a product or creating something. Uh, Oftentimes, those have a lot of different steps, and it can be really helpful to break that down. And in that first month, you can kind of break down what will be the most important first step towards that larger goal. So that's what you're going to do on the monthly level of your planner. After that, you're going to break up, break your goal up even further or reflect more often on a less concrete goal. I do this by creating a weekly and daily top three. Remember the rule of three. So this is one of my favorite things that I do in my planner. Each week I have a weekly top three. These three things are the only three non-negotiable things that I need to accomplish that week. Then I also have daily pages where I write a daily top three. And ideally, your daily top three are leading you to accomplish your weekly top three, which are leading you to accomplish your monthly goals, which are leading you to accomplish your quarterly goals, which move your trajectory forward along your values, right? So that's kind of how this works. Let's talk just a little bit more about this top three to help you understand and to help you make it a little bit more successful if you do decide to try this out. First off, sometimes my top three, especially my daily top threes, actually have nothing to do with my goals directly, Uh, but they are things that actually have to happen throughout the day and that in turn helps me accomplish my goals. Or on a particular day, I might recognize that I'm in need of self, that I'm in need of better self-care or a break, those kinds of things. And once again, in the long run, those things actually are pushing me towards my goals, so This is not about being like a crazy checklist person. You can absolutely take breaks. You don't have to have every single top three be leading directly to your goals. However, this system really allows you to plan your life around those goals and those values instead of the other way around, which is why it's so powerful and has been life changing to me, to be honest. My second tip for success in creating habits that stick using your planner is to avoid wasting time writing anything down that is already a habit. And if you're a type A personality, you're going to hate this because I know how much joy you get from writing something down and then checking it off. But as an example, at this point, I brush my teeth every morning and every night. I don't need any sort of reminder to brush my teeth every morning and every night. It's a habit, and I'm just going to do it. Now, I realize this is a little bit silly and that most of you are probably not writing brush your teeth in your planner, but there's probably something that you are just as likely to do. Like, do you need to write that you're taking your daughter to school in the morning? No, you're going to remember to take your daughter to school. (laughs) So... Your planner really needs to be about the things that you're going to forget or things that you need to keep track of or the things that you're working on right now that you're trying to make a habit because writing it down every day will help and will help reinforce it and help you make it habitual. But if you're too overwhelmed because you're writing down every single thing you're doing and you look at this completely full sheet every single day, you're going to get really overwhelmed. And then the act of writing in a planner itself, is going to be too difficult to do, which will then take away your ability to use the system to accomplish your goals, right? So no writing down anything that doesn't need to be written down, even though that means you're not going to get the joy of checking it off, right? That... In a nutshell, we went through this really quickly is the rule of threes, three major categories for goals, three goals over 90 days accomplished using your weekly and daily top three. But the thing that's really going to make the rule of three work for you is using the three R's and we're sticking with three again, so (laughs) should make this all really easy to remember. This is how you use the three R's to create habits that stick. And the three R's are reflect... Reevaluate and redirect the first step is to reflect and this is something that i try to do with my goals at least every week if not every day so this is a key step that tends to be overlooked so often with goals i was telling you that i really think the smart goals are missing a reflect system and i think that's why we give up on them so easy We need to spend time reflecting on our goals, reflecting on how things are going, reflecting on if we're making progress or not. We can reflect on our goals every single day by adding a daily reflection in our planners or journals. And that's something that I do. I reflect daily but at the very least reflect weekly on how your goals are going and then monthly and then quarterly to see if you're ready to move on and make new goals or if these goals still need a little bit of work or maybe if your values have changed and you've decided that that goal's not for you, that you are okay with where you are in that particular area and you'd rather work on something else. That is what reflection looks like. And I just wanna point out that this Step. this reflection step, in fact, this entire three R step is how you make changes in areas that are less concrete. So if you want to start yelling at your kids less, try writing about it every single night. It turns out that you're going to start changing your habits when you're thinking about and evaluating and being mindful of that every single day. So that's what I think is really, really powerful about this is that most of my goals honestly are less concrete. I don't have big goals to run a marathon, but I do want to be a good mother and wife and neighbor and doing goals and habits in this way that involves a lot of self-reflection is really, really effective for that. And it gives you, and it kind of makes it measurable even though it's not measurable per se. So I think that's really, really powerful. All right. So the first R is to reflect. The second R is to reevaluate. And this is another step that tends to get missed when we're making goals. It seems like so often, instead of reevaluating whether or not a goal is working or why it isn't working, we just give up. Right. Um, and maybe it's because it's not a step in our smart goals. Maybe it's just human nature, but by instead reevaluating by problem solving the roadblocks we're coming up against over and over and over, we can see if we need to adjust our goal in order for it to be more effective. Um, We can maybe discover that our goal was less realistic than we originally thought. And instead of giving up, we can tweak it a little bit to become more realistic like we thought it would be. Which brings me to the last R, which is to redirect. Um, And if your goal is going relatively well, you honestly can kind of skip this step and instead just renew, just keep moving, which is another R if you want. We could call this the four R's. Uh, You can renew your goal. You can even renew your goal if it hasn't been going particularly well, but you can't pinpoint any specific problems that tweaking the goal would fix. And you think that it's still realistic, but you just need more time. So that would be a perfect time to just renew your goal after you've reevaluated. But if in your reevaluation you decide that things do need to be changed or shifted, you can use this opportunity to redirect your goal a little bit for the next week. So that might mean simplifying a little or getting help so that you can actually accomplish it or changing the direction of your goal slightly. Then, like I said, you're going to want to repeat this as often as possible. You can repeat it daily, do a mini reflection daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, um, and watch as you start to become the person that you want to be through this process. As you do this, you'll be the type of person that whether or not you're where you want to be, you at least are always moving towards progression, which will make you feel so much better as a human. So overall, this system of the rule of threes and the three R's has been the absolute most effective thing that I have tried when it comes to creating habits that stick. There are certainly loads of other helpful tips and tricks out there, but this particular system is my foundation. I hope that you have learned something that you can try that helps you feel more confident making goals and accomplishing them moving forward. All right, that is it. Those are the two secrets. Next week on the podcast, we're going to have an awesome guest who will be teaching us all about creating healthier family meals. I'm excited for you to meet her. Thanks for listening, my friends. I am always so grateful that you're here, grateful for every download um, and humbled that you show up to listen to what I have to say. So thanks again for listening. Until next time, happy planning.